With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details support for this podcast comes from frito-lay in the 2023 snack bracket championship the frito-lay snack challenge is underway and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion we're talking about prime time matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land will ruffles ridges reign supreme can doritos defend their dynasty or will smart food use their smarts for a surprise upset only you can decide get in on all the action for a chance to win up to one thousand dollars or a year's worth of snacks let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Michael the Hebrew Hammer Brown. This is another episode of The Dream Shakes the Dream Take. Uh, it is just me flying Han Solo this evening here on the Facebook page of the Mothership uh, for the Dream Shake. Uh, tonight's very unhappy final from inside of Toyota Center. The Memphis Grizzlies hand the Rockets yet another loss. The Rockets lose 120 to 110. Um, I hope everybody excuses my voice. I'm a little hoarse from watching. This evening's game between the Houston Cougars and the Oregon State Beavers where the University of Houston uh, punched their ticket to the Final Four. As a very proud alumni of the University of Houston, I'm flying on cloud number nine right now. Uh, What a game. Uh, Congrats to ex-Rockets coach uh, Kelvin Simpson on the job that he has done at the University of Houston. 
Uh, it is nothing short than miraculous. And for the first time since the 80s, the Houston Rockets are in, or excuse me, the Houston Cougars are in the Final Four. Uh, you'll have to excuse me. That's, that's just awesome. Um, literally happened less than like 45 minutes ago. So uh, we will get to all things Houston Rockets, but I did want to give a a short shout out to the University of Houston making it to the final four. Jake, what's up, my man? Always good to hear from you. Uh, let's get to the box score uh, for tonight's game. Box score breakdown uh, for the Houston Rockets. Uh, the Rockets were led tonight by Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk. Oh my God! Like, where the heck did this guy come from? Uh, the dude has. You know, unbelievable. I mean, the guy, 25 points tonight, nine rebounds, two assists, 10 of 17 from the field, did struggle from the three-point line, 0 of 5. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, Ryan, always good to hear from you. Angelito, always good to hear from you as well. Um, Jay Sean Tate, 24 points, seven rebounds. Sean Wall struggled tonight again, uh, two of 12 field nine points three rebounds eight assists daniel house did not have a great night two points three rebounds three assists off the bench sterling brown another solid night 10 points seven rebounds dj augustine continues to impress uh in my opinion university of houston final four uh the um DJ Augustine, uh, 13 points tonight. Avery Bradley made his Rockets debut uh, this evening. Three points, two rebounds, three assists. KJ Martin, six points and three rebounds. Look, y'all, um, Memphis is tough. I mean, Memphis is a tough team. Without ja, without Christian Wood, it was going to be an uphill battle against uh, Jonas Valanciunas, who dominated this evening. 30 points, uh, 15 rebounds. Uh, Brooks for them at 17 points, four rebounds, four assists. John Morant, 12 points, five rebounds, eight assists. And ex-Houston Rocket, DeAnthony Melton, who I want to talk a little bit about um, after we continue this box score breakdown. Desmond Bain, 17 points, four rebounds, three assists. It's just too much, you know, too much, too much Grizzlies tonight down the stretch. Rockets look good in the first half. And one thing that you're going to look at with a young team like the Rockets is it's not totally shocking to me when they perform really well in the first half and they just lose steam late. They have to learn how to finish those games. That's not a skill. Anybody who's played basketball, anybody who's coached basketball, I have done both at the high school level. So don't, you know, nothing crazy, nothing too like, oh my God, look at me. But it is hard. I mean, it is hard to play a game from beginning to end at a very high level. It's a skill that you have to learn. It's a skill that you have to uh, excel at. You have to, you know, start small, start against a team like Minnesota. It was a great, it was great to see the guys win the game the other night, dominating a team from beginning to end, like they did the Minnesota Timberwolves. But against the Memphis Grizzlies, who they, he is, they are a very good team, well-coached, um, one thing that I don't feel like is talked enough in Rockets world, I guess you can call it, is when the Rockets traded DeAnthony Melton with Ryan Anderson for Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight, that's a tough trade to swallow if you're a Rockets fan right now. Like, think about 
DeAnthony Melton and what he could provide to this team right now. Now, through all the trades and everything that has happened, he may not still be a rocket, you know, but imagine if DeAnthony Melton was on this team. I mean, for the Rockets tonight, Avery Bradley played 15 minutes. DeAnthony Melton would be a starter for this team, I feel like. Um, John Wall's performance tonight makes me shake my head a little bit. He's been questionable two out of the three, you know, three games. Wonder what's going on with him. It would not shock me if it came out early this week if he was hurt uh, just a little bit because uh, he is definitely not playing like himself. Uh, so those are just a few things that I see, um, getting to the comments. If you guys, you know, obviously we are, we at the dream take myself and, and Ray Lucas and Jeremy Brenner want to make this the most interactive Rockets post-game podcast in the game. So if you guys have any comments or you have anything that you want discussed, throw it in the comment section and we will discuss it to our heart's content. Once again, your unhappy final uh, from inside of Toyota Center tonight, the Rockets drop uh, this game to the Memphis Grizzlies, 120-110. to 110. Uh, Big fan and big contributor to the show, Ryan Santoro, says, hopefully Kelly Olenek will stick with us for the future. Look, y'all, I totally agree. And this is something that has been apparent to me, at least, since the beginning of the season. The Rockets have to get another big to play with Christian Wood. Now, is Kelly Olynyk that guy to play next to Christian Wood? I don't know. I, I, I really don't. It, it, I mean, Kelly Olynyk's been here for, what, three games? Like, it's not fair. And Christian Wood has been out the past couple games. Uh, so it's unfair to judge that performance of Kelly Olynyk, what he would look like next to Christian Wood. Kelly Olenek is interesting, though, because he's a guy I'm going to call a, a tweener. Like, is he a starter in the league? I know he was starting with Miami. He started for the Rockets tonight. But do you guys really honestly believe that he's a starter in the league long term? Would you pay him as a starter? I mean, this year he's making $12 million. And, I mean, he's played he's played really well since becoming a Rocket. But my ultimate question is, as a... As a free agent this summer, if he looks around and he says, well, guys, you know, I've, I've enjoyed my time in Houston. I mean, I like what I've seen thus far in Houston. But if I'm if Christian Woods here and you, I'm not a power forward, do I really want to come back to the Rockets? That's the type of question that needs to be um, answered, I feel like, the rest of the season. And I'm excited. I mean, look, what I saw tonight was entertaining basketball. And yes, my mood tonight is definitely driven by the fact that my alma mater is going to the Final Four. But I actually, you know, I caught most of the game, you know, between the, the Rockets and the Cougs tonight. Um, so I like what I saw from the Rockets tonight. I thought they played hard. I thought they played tough. I thought they played at a good energy level. That's what I want to see for the rest of uh, the season from this team. Angelito says we have to move with our young core and buyout wall, we need to move forward. Oh, Angelito, that's a good that's a good point. I ugh, I don't think so. I still think John Wall has a a benefit to this team 
I think he's he's a good role model for the younger guys. And is if he's on the team, does it inhibit the progression and the growth of other guys on the team? You know, maybe. Maybe. But I honestly feel like he still has a benefit here. And I think if you're going to move on from Wall, you don't just buy him out. Because I do think that the I do think that there would be a taker on the trade market for a guy like John Wall. And yes, John Wall is making a ton more money than Victor Oladipo. But if you can find a home for Victor Oladipo, which the Rockets were able to do, I still firmly believe that you can find a home for John Wall on the trade market. Another guy that I want to touch on just a little bit more uh, before we get to some more comments. Um, you guys are awesome. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me here on this Monday evening. Uh, DJ Augustine. DJ Augustine was a guy that Jeremy Brenner and I talked about at the beginning of the season of potential free agents that we would like to see end up here uh, to replace Austin Rivers' minutes. And Austin Rivers was just bought out uh, over the weekend uh, from the Oklahoma City Thunder when he was traded there. DJ Augustine has done nothing but impress this fan since arriving in Houston. I do feel like he's done a great job at leading the second unit, which is exactly what you wanted him to do. So shout out to one DJ Augustine. Uh, Ryan Santoro says, if Houston gets the second pick, do you take Suggs from uh, Gonzaga or do you take Evan Mobley from USC? Oh, man. Ryan Santoro, that's a great question. Me personally, I'm taking Evan Mobley for the simple fact that Evan Mobley, I feel like, is John Collins, but more of a big man game than John Collins. John Collins has a little bit more inside out to his game, but I honestly feel like Evan Mobley is a better fit for this team as the power forward long term. Gives you more of an inside presence with Christian Wood, because Christian Wood does like to play on the outside a little bit more, and Evan Mobley can be your big guy inside. I did watch when USC absolutely manhandled Oregon uh, yesterday, did a great job against Oregon, and Evan Mobley was impressive. I mean, Evan Mobley is the type of player that can be your front court anchor for a while uh, with this team. He would be a guy, Jalen Suggs, great ball player for Gonzaga. I don't know how I feel about Jalen Suggs when you already have Kevin Porter Jr., in the fold here, you know, I, I don't know if Jalen Suggs can play enough off of the ball to support a guy like Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not sold uh, on that. So in my opinion, I would take Evan Mobley from USC before I would take uh, Jalen Suggs, but that would be my personal opinion on that. Jake says it was competitive the whole game. That's what I like to see against a decent team like Memphis. You know, I, I almost don't even want to add on to that and ruin that comment because it's true. You know, it really is. The, the point of this team the rest of the way, just look competitive. Find guys that want to be here. And all of the credit in the world goes to uh, Avery Bradley and to Kelly Olynyk Because these guys could very easily have said, look, we just got traded from Miami, who's going to be a playoff team, is going to make some noise in the Eastern Conference. We're going to the one of the three worst teams in the league. You know, can you guys just buy us out? We're not even going to show up. Kelly Olenek has not only showed up, but he has, you know, balled out um, 
you know, he has balled out since being here. Avery Bradley gave the Rockets some good minutes tonight. I've been a big fan of his since coming into the league from the University of Texas. Now, University of Texas-wise, we have DJ Augustine. We have Avery Bradley. So that's kind of cool to see. Uh, Alex Valdez, thank you for chiming in, says, what's the worst-case scenario if we fall out of the top four picks? Ooh, Alex Valdez. That's a great question. Uh, worst-case scenario, I mean, that's, that's devastating uh, to me. This team is a bottom four of the league bad right now. If they don't end up in the bottom four and keep their pick, it's catastrophic. I'll call it catastrophic because the, the, the dominoes falling after that happens, it's not just losing the pick. Like losing the pick sucks, but it you set back your uh, rebuilding uh, plan by at least a year. Because let me, let me ask y'all this. Tell me how this starting lineup sounds to y'all, right? Let's say you get the number one overall pick. And let's say you get Cade Cunningham. If your starting five next year could be John Wall, Cade Cunningham, uh, Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Sean Tate, and Christian Wood. That's a damn good team. That's a playoff team. And then off the bench, you'd have... Eric Gordon, do you find a way to re-sign Kelly Olynyk? You're going to find some veterans that would want to play on that team. You got to throw a little bit of money at them, but you can afford to throw money at them because, you know, Cade Cunningham's on a rookie contract. Auto, Kevin Porter Jr. is on a rookie contract. Jay Sean Tate is on a rookie contract. Christian Wood is on a very, very doable, what is it, three years, $43 million contract. Like, you can convince a guy like, Tillman Fertitta, who I've been very critical of, but that team would be good enough to compete. That team would be good enough and fun enough, I feel like, to put some fans in the seats. What happens if you don't get Kate Cunningham? Let's say you, you fall out of the top four picks and you look at your starting lineup of John Wall, Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Sean Tate, KJ Martin Jr., and Christian Wood. Do I think that's a good team? Yeah, I do. I, I really do. I think I think it's a team that could compete for for top for a top ten team in the West. I don't think that they're bottom of the the Western Conference bad with that team, but there's no there's no excitement. It doesn't get you excited. It doesn't. It's hard to describe, right? But if you go to the fan base, and I know this isn't as important to the front office as I believe it is. But I think that there's something to be said when your team has the number one pick and you can go into the offseason, you know, if you're excited, if you're in the bottom four, you know, if you go to the NBA lottery and you get into the top four picks, you can go to your fan base and you can be like, guys, look, tough year last year. It goes without saying, if the Rockets get the number one pick, they are taking Kate Cunningham. I would be shocked if they don't and angelito says cunningham plays like oh man um to me it's a mixture of two guys i think he plays a lot like magic johnson he's not as big as magic johnson but he's he's girthy like magic johnson and he also plays a lot like paul pierce i see a lot of paul pierce in kate cunningham 
the way that he shoots the ball, the way he plays defense. Well, what I like about Cade Cunningham was the fact that he went to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's not known as like a powerhouse school. He went there because he fell in love with the coaching staff. He fell in love with the process. You know, he he liked the atmosphere at Oklahoma State. So I think he would fit in perfectly with the Rockets. But those are the two guys that I look to. He passes like magic. He shoots like Paul Pierce. He plays defense a lot like Paul Pierce. Good rebounder. To me, bona fide number one pick in the draft. Uh, Jake says, getting the first pick not only brings the best in the draft, it also entices free agents to look at this team. It's a great point, Jake. And, and to me, when, <laughs> when, when you look at this team, you look at the potential of this team, right? And, and big fan of the, the Dream Shake, one of our most avid commenters, Jerry Jones, says, did we win? No, Jerry, we didn't. As you, you know, you, <laughs> I think you guessed that we would lose this game when the article came out this morning. Uh, so, no, we did not win. We lost 120 to 110. Uh, but, Jake, the, the, it makes a great point, right? Getting a guy like Cade Cunningham to go with a guy like Kevin Porter Jr. and Jay Sean Tate and K.J. Martin Jr. and Christian Wood, that could be the, the, the big enticing piece to a guy like John Collins, who I firmly believe is leaving the Atlanta Hawks at the end of the season because I don't feel like Atlanta has the money to sign um, – to sign John Collins when they've already paid Danilo Gallinari. They're going to have to pay Trey Young. They already paid Bogdan Bogdanovich. So I don't feel like Atlanta's going to have the money. And John Collins may look at this team and say, look, uh, and I like K.J. Martin Jr. John Collins is an all-star. I mean, he's an all-star level type player. If you can find a way to lure John Collins here and play with Wall and play with K.J. Martin and play with Eric Gordon and Christian Wood, that's the type of team this that Raphael Stone is going for. And they are going all in on trying to get the number one pick in the draft. Say what you want. I rewatched that game from Friday night when we blew it in the fourth quarter. They were not trying to win that game. Okay. I, I, I will firmly believe that. If I'm wrong, I will take that to the grave with me. But I honestly looked at that, that game. You know how hard it is? For NBA players to not score one bucket in seven and a half minutes, keep that in mind. Uh, let's look ahead to the uh, the schedule for the rest of the week. Um, and as a programming note, if you're listening to the show right now, thank you so much. Uh, Wednesday night, you will have me back here on Facebook Live. Uh, Friday night and Sunday, you will have Jeremy Brenner and or... Ray Lucas on the Locker Room app. Uh, Wednesday night, we will be playing at the Brooklyn Nets with one James Edward Harden. Uh, I believe he will be playing in that game, playing at an MVP level. Uh, so we are at Brooklyn at 6.30 on Wednesday. Uh, Friday, we are at the Boston Celtics. So a really difficult back-to-back here for the Rockets uh, Wednesday and Friday. And then we play on Sunday with the Pelicans here in Houston. And back-to-back with uh, Phoenix on Monday, also here in Houston. Uh, So the next four games, uh, not an easy schedule here for the Rockets. Once again, at Brooklyn on Wednesday, at the Boston Celtics on Friday, uh, versus the Pelicans here on Sunday, and versus the Suns here on Monday. Once again, your unhappy final from inside a Toyota Center. 
120 to 110. The Memphis Grizzlies beat the Houston Rockets. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies shot a ridiculous 54% from the field this evening compared to 43% for the Rockets. Uh, the Grizzlies did shoot 35% from three, 11 of 31, and the Rockets were 11 of 42. That's going to be something that the Rockets need to improve on, not only through the rest of this season, but in the offseason. Every player that is playing for the Rockets right now needs to be able to improve their three-point shot. Too many times this season, the Rockets simply have not been able to shoot a decent enough percentage from the three-point line to win games. Uh, the Rockets only turned the ball over 12 times tonight compared to 16 turnovers from the Grizzlies. The rebounding edge went to the Memphis Grizzlies, which isn't shocking with Jonas Valanciunas going for 30 uh, points and 15 rebounds. Uh, the Grizzlies did have 31 assists compared to 28 for the Rockets. The Rockets did have one more block, five compared to the Grizzlies, four. And that is about it. And that is going to wrap up this very short edition of the post-game show here on the Facebook page for the Dream Shake. While we are talking about the Dream Shake, make sure to follow the Dream Shake on Twitter. You can find the mothership of the Dream Take at Dream Shake SBN. Make sure to follow the Dream Take on Twitter as well at the Dream Take. You can follow me on Twitter at BSW podcast underscore MB. Make sure to give my co-pilot a follow as well. Jeremy Brenner at J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. Ryan, uh, last question before we sign off tonight. What's the foreseeable future for the Rockets? Losses. <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. Kind of. Not really. Uh, look, the foreseeable future for the Rockets, I honestly believe, is more losses than wins. You got to hope that they can build off the effort that I saw on the court tonight, uh, they played really, really hard from beginning to end. And I know some people, you know, like Jerry, I, I appreciate Jerry Jones, one of our biggest fans here uh, at the at the Dream Shake, uh, his passion. He wants to win. He wants the team to win. I want the team to win as well. Um, but I'm growing more and more accepting of the, the process, the process that this team is going uh, to go through here for the rest of the season. It just, it is what it is. So I anticipate more losses than wins, unfortunately, but I hope I'm wrong. Uh, until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets! Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.